tonight on Whiskey Waffle. Our podcast where we... No, I've had too many drams, I can't say this. I've also had too many drams in my mind. That's this episode on Whiskey Waffle, the podcast. I mean, cast. Good evening, whiskey fans, and welcome back to the Whiskey Waffle podcast. You sound like a proper radio announcer, Ted. I hope so. I mean, I am now famous all across the world for my uh, hit series, 101 Things to Do with Casks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just uh, just watch out for that one in all good podcast stores in uh, unaccessible places. So, Nick, mm. we're back to another episode. Um, I feel like it's going to be a pretty interesting one tonight. I think it will be too, but I think um, what will really get this podcast happening is if you guys pour yourselves a drink to enjoy with us yeah grab out that glen can or if you're not rich enough to own those just a, a cheeky tumbler out of the cupboard or even a uh, coffee mug um if you're currently driving to work then don't let the police see yep just sneakily uh grab out that um hip flask and take a little jam they won't notice anything that slight swerve across the road was just you missing a pigeon exactly let's get started He will enjoy this one. Ted Ted reckons I'm going to enjoy this one. The Waffle. Oh, bruh. It's cold out there, Nick. Is it? Yeah. Oh, wait. Hang on. Yeah, it is. It's cold outside. Mm. You know what? What? I think winter is coming. Ugh. You know nothing, Ted. Yes, folks. That is right. It is that most important time of year. Mm. It is time for the final season of Game of Thrones. Yes, so winter is coming, but the other thing that we also must acknowledge is that whiskey is coming too. Whiskey is coming? Whiskey is coming. Yes. Have you guys heard about the Game of Thrones whiskey range that Diageo has released? I've heard about it, but I still don't believe it. Yeah, well, we haven't actually seen any ourselves, but no. I thought we might have a quick chat about uh, what's in the range. I've I've got them here if you're interested in hearing about. I, I actually am interested in hearing them because I knew it was coming, but I actually I think I may have even read what they were, but I've forgotten. And for you know, I I, I still think it's a gimmick, but I'm really interested to know. Yeah, now. it'd be great to get your hands on some. We should we no, should no. try. Get your hands on all of them. Yeah, get your hands on all of them. That would be the yeah. greatest thing. Um, all right. So, so are they? Na- what are they named after? The houses? The yeah, characters? So they're, they're named after the houses. Okay. So, right. so it's, a, it's a whiskey per house, plus uh, there's two that aren't houses. They're organisations, shall we say. Uh, okay. Okay. It's so the Iron Bank we'll, we'll, whiskey. No, there's not an Iron Bank one. It's really expensive. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, okay. so there's... Um, let me guess. No one wants to buy the Tully whiskey. Well... You're right. There is actually a Tully whiskey. Yeah, um, it's, it's a bit. It's a bit fishy. That one. It's just. It is um, a bit fishy. It's now, from Springbank. We've no. It's uh, not Springbank. I'm making this up. Um, <laughs> yeah, but um, maybe I'm closer to the mark than I realise. Okay, so I'll, I'll walk you through them. I'll leave so, it to you, Ted. All right, Ted. Can you walk me through them? I can walk you through them. Excellent. Get walking. And actually, get walking. Speaking of get walking, we'll, yeah. we'll skip the Tully just for the moment. Yep. Um, being Diageo, um, what's what's the most famous Diageo brand? Johnny Walker. It is indeed. And they have a release called 
Johnny White Walker. Hey, Johnny Walker White Label. As I well. said, that's that's one White of the Walker. Yeah, I love that's, it. That's 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 one of the organisations. <laughs> Inverted commas organisation. Yes, Lo- loosely organised bodies of many corpses. Yeah, and when you say bodies, dudes. yeah. Um, yeah, right. Okay, and with blue eyes. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that that's that's I think. I hope your cheapest one out of the That's range. That's the entry level, yeah, yeah. That is the entry level. That's sort of the gimmicky one. If you, if you drink too much of it, you wake up feeling like death. That that that's for your sort of Game of Thrones fan who doesn't really like whiskey but does appreciate a good pun. Mm, so, indeed. Um, White yeah. Walker, I like White it. White Walker. Mm. So yeah, hopping back into the Tully one. Yeah. Um, we've had a couple of versions of this one before. Now we have had. The Singleton of Glen Ord. Okay. And we have had the Singleton of Dufftown. I don't mm. know why Singleton does this, but they seem to like changing up uh, their um, suffix every now <laughs> and then. Um, this one is the Singleton of Glen... Tullyton. No. Oh. The Singleton of Glendullen. Glendullen. Yep. Yep, that's about all we can really say about that. Yeah. The, bo- I, I, the box... I'm, I'm a big Glendullen fan, don't you know? I've, I've tried all of their stuff. The oh, Glendullen yeah. 12-year-old, the Glendullen insert Celtic-sounding yep. phrase here. Yep. yep. Yeah, So, uh, and just just to talk about the boxes as well. Um, so, the boxes, um, Box the, the, tubes, the tubes that they come in are like a sort of nice, creamy, buff-coloured um, cardboard, and they've each got this really cool sort of engraving-style... Um, image of each house's uh, emblem. Right. So, so the, the Tully's... The I'll, I'll just show you there. That's the Tully's Looks one. Looks fishy so. to me. Yep. It is pretty fishy. Um, so, the next one that we're going to is House Greyjoy. Ah, yes. A, we a, do not so. An isolated island up north-ish. Can you maybe... Um, it's owned by Diageo, so I'm thinking Talisker. Yes, and you are very much correct. Ah. Uh, so, House Greyjoy is the Talisker Select Reserve. Yeah. Um, it's a, a select reserve. That sounds it's, appealing. It's a reserve of their most select <laughs> whiskey. That narrows it down, yeah. Um, but still, no, Talisker for Jack Greyjoys. I can see that. I can yep. see that. Yeah. More Although, interesting than the people on Sky are Tully much more friendly than the Greyjoys. This is true, and artsy. Okay. House Stark. Mm. The North. In the North. The North. Well, this one isn't actually that far north. I mean, it's, oh, really? it's well, north- Scotland is the north. It, it is fair. north of England, but yep. um, all I'm thinking of just Egret saying, "You know nothing, Jon Snow." Yeah, you do know nothing. Um, yeah. No, it's Dalwini. Oh, Dalwini, of course. Yeah, right. and it's Dalwini Winter's Frost, very appropriately for yeah. House Stark, and they are the highest altitude distillery in Scotland. Uh House Stark. Uh yes, House Stark definitely are, and also Dalwini. Oh, fun fact! I never knew. Um, yep. So Winter's Frost for them. Okay, uh, the King's House. The King's House. Baratheon. Yep. Okay. And so, if it's if it's the uh, House of the King, what sort of distillery would it be? Royal Lochnagar. Yes, it is Royal Lochnagar. What, really? I've guessed yep. another one. It's, you, your other choice was uh, Royal Brackler. But, yeah. Um, no, this is Royal Lochnagar. So, this hey. is the Royal Lochnagar 12-year-old. I like Royal, Bra- Royal Lochnagar. I, I do like them. Yeah. Um, so it's the twelve-year-old. So I'm assuming with a bit of a Game of Thrones markup on it, it's mm. probably not the most expensive one no. in the range. Um, House Lannister. I can't really give you any particular connection to this one. It's not. Um, it's not golden. Uh, I mean, it's going to be a bit golden yeah, yeah. Um, once you pour it in the glass. Yeah. Uh, it's fairly young. Um, Bladnock. No. Um, it's a, it's an old Glen Glen Kinchy. It's a really old distillery, but it's. Mm. Um, 
It's a fairly young drop. Right. It is Lagavulin nine-year-old. Why the Lagavulin the Lannisters? I have no idea. Starts with L.A. Yep, could be. Nine-year-old. That is quite young. Yeah, it is. Um, what is it? The eight-year-old that mm. we've had before? And that's, that's That was their 200-year release, which is actually really interesting. If you if you do see it, it's worth a try. Don't expect the 16-year-old from it. Just, just get that out of your mind. But the eight is curious. Remember that... Pete does amazing things for young whiskey. True. Okay. Um, so what have we got? We got some Tyrells. Uh, no Tyrells. Ooh, uh, no. Martells. We're going no, to Dawn. No Martells. Nah, the Diageo no. are just like the viewers of the show. No one likes Dawn. They're crazy yeah. in the books. I mean, uh, awesome so, in the books. okay, let's let's Ariana Martell. Anyway, let's sorry. let's come up with some whiskeys then. Okay. I reckon that House Martell would be Ockentoshan. Yeah. Down, right down south. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Ockentoshan sort of. I yeah. mean, my, uh, Dawn is like the lowlands of uh, Westeros, so... They don't mind mixing up a bit. You know, they're not ashamed to use a bit of caramel. Yep. What about House T- Tyrell? Tyrell's there. That'd be Glen Kinchy. Yeah, really. something... New money. Something, oh, and something quite floral, maybe? Yeah. The the Whiskey of Roses? Mm. Yeah, indeed. Um, no, neither of those features. Right, then. Um, and neither does... Um, the Vale of Arran. Yeah, no, 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 Aaron's there. That'd be that'd be Ardmore, definitely, because yep. the bird. Yep. No, damn straight. I really hope some Game of Thrones fans are listening to this podcast. Anyway, continue. Who isn't at a Game of Thrones? Exactly. Fan? I mean, uh, right. So our next one is obviously the 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 last biggie left. Mm. Um, House Targaryen. Yeah. House Targaryen. Fire. We need some, we need some, we need some smoke. House Targaryen. Fire and um, fire and blood. That is their words. It, it could be. Um, it is the Cardew Gold Reserve. What? Cardew is totally Lannister. Lagavulin is totally Targaryen. Yeah. You guys have muddled this up. Yeah. Sorry, Diageo. You got that one wrong. Mm. The Targaryen should have been a really nice smoky whiskey. Exactly. And yeah, Cardew Car- would have gone really well um, as Lannister. You're right. Um, mm. But anyway, there you go. Kaju Gold Reserve. So that leaves us with one organization, is that right? Can yes. I can I try and guess the organization? You can guess the organization. Alright then. The Second Sons, the um, mercenary group that Darren mm, Harris No. Okay, not the Second Sons. Um in that case the the it's a, the Sparrows. No, it's okay. a bit more of a well sort of known one in ah, the Okay. I should be the, I should be a bit more uh, specific yeah. in that. It, it's, it's it's not like as as we've said, they're not really going for the minor things here. They're go, yeah. they're going for the big sort of going for fame. high value ones. Alright then tell me. It is the Night's Watch. Mm. So this has got to be heavily sherry then, because it's taken the black. It uh, it could be. <laughs> Um, I don't think it is uh, necessarily, but shame, 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 ring, ring. ding, ding. Um, okay, it is. Or do you want to just take a, a random stab? Um, well, it's Diageo, so Cragenmore. Oh my god, it's not. <laughs> it's not. No, you're right. It is uh, open. The, yes, it is the open open bay reserve. Not the little bay. It's the bay. No, it's big not big bay. Yeah, no, it's just the bay, regular bay, open bay. Yeah, not little bay. Which we've had before. It's one that you can get in a uh, the nearest airport establishment near you that you can has get in a bottle shop these days. Yeah, um, yeah. So anyway, that's that's all of them. What's the range. Curious. So um, big question: Are any of them going to be any good? Well, I mean, probably. <laughs> which which one would you sort of? Which one would you be your pick? Oh, oh! I'm really curious about the Tully's one, to be honest, just because I know nothing about it. The Singleton of Glendullen? Yep. 
I reckon the House Greyjoy Talisker Select Reserve wouldn't be too bad a job. I don't know. I've had a bad experience with Talisker mm. Nazis. Yeah. Put a number on it and Talisker's amazing. Take the number away and... Logavool, a nine-year-old, is which, let us remind DRG, should have been uh, House Targaryen's mm. one, could could be a pretty decent little number. Mm. Um, what was the Baratheon one again? Baratheons were, and keen listeners are probably screaming this at you, yeah. all three of them, yep. uh, <laughs> the Royal Lochnagar, 12-year-old. Remember yeah, that the one. Royal, the Royal yeah. Connection. That would be cool. I, I reckon that, yeah. Um, they're allowed to have purple on their label. Yeah. Royal, Royal, Royal Lochnagar. Royal Lochnagar versus Royal Brackler. Any mm. thoughts? Yeah, yeah. Stannis would take down Renly in that battle. Mm. So anyway, there you go. Um, just a reminder to like everyone in the world, because obviously everyone in the world is obsessed with Game of Thrones. Obviously. That it starts this weekend, American time. Like You say this weekend, but we don't know where we're going to air this particular podcast. Yes. So, I mean, it could be last weekend or a couple of weekends before hopefully this will be sort of relatively around the time it airs it airs Mm. speaking of airs who's going to sit on the iron throne (sighs) bron (laughs) i was totally going to say bron but you've stolen my thunder up until last season i was going to say little finger little finger on the iron throne but um can we, can we just discuss the fact that Littlefinger got a bit sort of jibbed by the whole process? You see, people, I thought, it seemed like people were ecstatic about his death. And sure, like, he had it coming. But gosh darn it, he'd worked so hard to get where he was. I feel like, you know, he, he, he needed to be within touching distance of his goal before yeah. he got killed. I think he just, I think they really needed to have him sort of build up this entire massive structure and as Nick said, that he was about to, like, lay a little finger on the yeah, throne yeah. and it all came down, crashing down instead of being stuck up in Winterfell and mm. uh, just having the girls knock him off. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, Arya is pretty vicious, so she could take down anyone. Um, no, my, my pick for um, rule of the, on the Iron Throne by the end of Series 8, Grey Worm. Grey Worm, yes. Yeah. It's yes. going to happen. I mean, the succession is not going to be particularly assured, and it's going to be um, another fairly bloody battle after he dies. But yeah, but you know, let's yeah. leave that for future generations to do. Anyway, uh, this is whiskey waffle, not uh, whiskey Game of Thrones or Throne Waffle. So uh, waffle. Throne yeah. Waffle. So we must move on. Mm. Away. My microphone is drooped. Oh dear. I mean, I think I think uh, sort of. Alcohol is meant to do that to you in general. So. Okay, right. Yeah, I'll blame yeah. the whiskey. The whiskey. Tonight on the whiskey, mm. we have some not whiskey. What? It kind of defies the name of the section, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. But, I mean, this one's going to be fun to talk about. Okay. So, this Go one. On. All right. So, this one that we've got up next tonight kind of. The name of it sounds like the end of an age on an Aztec uh, solar calendar. Or, uh, <laughs> is it the Mayans that had the calendar? Uh, yeah, or them. Sure. Or it uh, or it could just be like something on a bad acid trip. Mm, that too. Anyway, it's one of my favoritely named whiskies, or not whiskies, actually, because mm. it's not whiskey. It's nearly whiskey. It's nearly it? whiskey. Nearski. Nearski. That Wasn't Nearski a Russian uh, president? Um, yeah, quickly deposed, but that's right. Yep. Um, anyway, this one is called... Quickly drunk. Yeah. Abomination. The crying of the puma. 
it's it's a whiskey with a subtitle. Yes, it is. Even though that subtitle doesn't actually appear on the bottle, but it does seem to appear everywhere else on the internet about <laughs> this whiskey. It's not actually on the bottle. No. It just says abomination. Yes. Isn't it an abomination? Well, I mean, depends who you talk to. Old hat people would probably say yes. Mm. Um, the new funky crowds would probably say no. Mm. Um, you can tell that I'm not one of the new funky crowds yeah. because I called them the new funky crowds. Yeah, true. Um, so, do you want to know what abomination the crying of the puma is and why it's not whiskey and what makes it kind of weird? Yeah, well, there's a lot of information on pack. Let's start with abomination and then we'll move on to the puma. Okay. And then right. the tears. Why is it crying? Uh because it's it's sad that it's not whiskey. Ah, uh, yes. Well, they could have just left it in a barrel for another six months. Yeah. Right. So, what this is. This is Isla whiskey. It's Isla. So, this is Scottish. It is Scottish. It's not just Scottish. It's from Isla. It is from, like, it's the, the gem of Scotland. So, so, it's peated? It is peated. It is unnamed Isla whiskey. Um, okay, I it's have a mystery whiskey. Mystery whiskey. Aged... Mm-hmm. Between 12 and 18 months. Oh, so close. So close. Then what happens is it gets shipped to California. Oh, okay. That is a place in America, yes. if you hadn't heard. I'm beginning to understand. It, it's uh, shipped over there by a company called Lost Spirits Co. Have to be pretty lost to end up in California. Yes. What Lost Spirits Co. do is they put it in their proprietary reactor technology. Now, do you know what reactor technology is? Um, basically, they're making an atomic bomb. Yes, mm. but also no. Oh. So, reactor technology is this is this sort of idea that you can basically make whiskey quick. And what you do is you get some sort of uh, special uh, tech and you put your, you put your not whiskey in there. And you have some other things in there like, I don't know, cask staves and things like that. And you're basically like rapidly aging it by forcing the the spirit in and out of the wood quicker. So, it, you're effectively trying to make an old whiskey in the space of like less than two years. Some would call this cheating. It, it could be. Um, it may be. Uh, some people probably think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so that that's what they do. They I don't know exactly how their reactor technology works, um, but they do something to essentially artificially age the whiskey. And they the way part of the process they do this with is they use um, late harvest Riesling staves, <laughs> as you do, as you do, because America, mm. um, because America. Anyway, it comes out of their well, I assume at not quite whiskey age. Um, and it doesn't really go into barrels, I don't think, after that. But yeah, anyway, it, it comes out and it's sort of this oddly sort of um, Isla America-aged... It's nuclear Isla. Yeah, it's it's nuclear Isla. It's mm. very appropriate for America. Um, <laughs> and so, Nick, would you care to have a little sniff of that glass that you have okay. in your hand? Yeah, okay, there's the Pete straight away. Yep. What else do you get? Sort of a, a weird... A, a, a sweet mm, it is overtone. quite sweet yeah which thanks, is probably the Riesling Riesling's yeah. Ries, a sweet wine so it's it's got look it's it, actually quite light and airy it's it's not terrible whiskey. like if you tried this straight off the bat with no other information you might be fooled into thinking that it's possibly perhaps potentially something that may have been in the vicinity of Isla at yeah, some yeah. point. I just assume this is one of the um, sort of Brooklady outcasts. 
Yeah. One of the experiments that went wrong. What it almost is. Look, we don't know what distillery produced this. It might have been several. It might have been one. It might have been none. Well, and they're just lying. If you were to have a guess, what would you go with that? Because we can probably safely rule out Kalila and Lagavulin because Diageo aren't shipping Yeah, Diageo wouldn't. Kilhoman probably doesn't have enough stock enough. to yeah. uh, give up. Yeah, I mean, Beaumont's owned by a big company. Lafroy's owned by a massive company. Ardbeg's owned by Pernod Ricard. Brook Laddie is a bit cowboy, and they yeah. might be willing to part with some for stuff for some something fun. Mm. So, mm. And it doesn't smell like Bunnahaven to me. No, it doesn't smell like Bunnahaven. But yeah, anyway. Right. So, uh, Listeners, do you know? Let us know if you do. Please send us uh, your answer via Carrier Pigeon. Mm. Mm. It actually drinks all right. It does. You can tell it's a bit young. It's got a, it's got a bit of a that sort of juicy f- texture to it. It actually drinks. It's it's actually quite complex. It is. Um, it's got uh, stages. It's got layers. What what it's we like an ogre. What we do know. One thing. One irrefutable fact that we do know is that Pete, especially Isla Pete, mm. does amazing things to young whiskey. And this mm. is not whiskey, so it's probably doing even more amazing things to this. Yeah, it's covering up. Many sins. Mm. Yeah, I mean, some people of the old guard are very much against reactor technologies. It, as I say, it takes away the romance of what whiskey is about. To be fair, it does take away the romance. It just makes it a lot cheaper. Um, it does, because what what do you um, not get by doing this? Time. Well, angel share as well. Oh, like, yeah. You're um, essentially getting a product without losing all that stuff. Some people, like... Other companies who do this sort of reactor style thing say they make a what is it ten year old style whiskey mm. in under yeah. two years, according to the Mercury. But yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. No, it's an interesting one. It was about seventy dollars Australian, I think. Well, that's not bad. That's not bad. But then again, you wouldn't want to pay much. Was it one hundred and ten? I can't remember. Okay, it was, it was one hundred ten. Some- might be pushing it. It was it? somewhere in that region. I think mm. it was probably more likely one hundred and ten. It is quite rare. It is quite rare. It's for the whiskey hips, and I I got it for the name mainly. Mm. Yeah, it's mainly for the name. It it did. So the other one in, that they've got is called uh, Abomination: The Sayers of the Law. Ooh, I want that one. Good titles. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That was so. The Sayers of the Law was the first edition, and then this one's the second edition. And I don't know if they've done anything since. So conclusions here, Ted. Um, just reading between the lines, the whiskey is interesting and definitely worth a try, but mainly it's the marketing. It is mainly the marketing, but it also makes a fairly compelling case for reactor aged whiskies. I think what really does it is the fact that they've used Isla's spirit and they've mm-hmm. got it's got that sort of briny, smoky characteristic. Ted, and then they've just zhuzhed it up Ted, a bit. Ted, Ted, you're killing the whiskey industry. <laughs> I know, I know. And I don't, yeah, I know. Maybe in the future, though, if whiskey goes the way of what Japan seems to have been doing with their whiskey <laughs> and there's not no, enough to go whiskey. around anyway. I mean, okay. Let, let's let's look at this this way. Once there was the age statement. <laughs> now there is the NAS. Mm. Is is the reactor age the next evolution in whiskey? Whiskey is dead. Long live whiskey. Or not whiskey, as this is in this case. Shh. Shh. 
At least you don't have any uh, microphone wilt anymore. No, no. My microphone is turgid and firm. Quite erect. Mm, indeed. Mystery Whiskey. Okay, folks. Tonight we have a new section for you. It is the Mystery Whiskey. Mystery Whiskey. Mystery Whiskey. This is the section where one of us brings along a whiskey, which... Hopefully, fingers crossed, the other one has not tried before. Mm. And so we get them to have a little gander at it and see what they think. And then we'll reveal it. And they'll be absolutely amazed to find out that it's Johnny Walker Red Label. Yes. Um, Okay. So you've given me a dram. I have uh, given you a dram. It looks like whiskey. Um, In fact, it probably is whiskey. But any more information than that, I have no idea about you do not have any idea. You're going to give me any clues? I just want to throw me in the deep end. No, I think for the moment you can have a bit of a just a play. See what you think. Well, I've had a sniff. Hmm. Interesting. It's quite, it's quite gentle. Hmm. It is. It's not uh, dominating my nose hairs. No. So I'm assuming it's not a cask strength or anything right up there. No, I don't think so. Hmm. But it's it's got that sort of gentle caramel flying through so yep i have certainly um certainly have cause to assume it's from scotland at the moment but this could all be proved wrong later yeah okay well give it give it a sip and see what you think okay yeah there's quite a bit on the finish now i just bypassed the um palette altogether and went straight to the finish but yeah no it's got some uh it's got some body it's it's quite gentle actually isn't it it's well, you know, it's, it's mm. tastes, tasting like a really nice um, drinking whiskey, a sessioning whiskey. Eh? It, yeah, you're right, actually. It is a sessioning whiskey. It's got a slight bit of sweetness in there. Mm. Other listeners, um, equally mystified as I, they need to know what this is or they'll just like, hurry up and tell us what it is. Well, I imagine they're probably mystified. I mean, the chances of them, of them having this whiskey in their glass at the very same time as we're doing it, without them knowing what that whiskey is, <laughs> is fairly slim. Yeah. We'll find a prize for anyone that does. Yeah. Would you like to know what this whiskey is? I, I love to know. Okay. I mean, it's from Scotland, right? Okay. Yes, it is from Scotland. I here Here is your clue. It won't heal a broken bone, but it will at least take away some of the pain. It's not Talisker, is it? It is Talisker. What? Yeah. Where is the Pete? Where is the Pete? I'm as surprised as you. This, this I it's will not, say... It's not Talisker Sky, is it? It is not Talisker Sky. I will no say, Pete listeners, that, rubbish. that this is the first time that I've tried this whiskey as well. We cracked it uh, just before we recorded this section. Mm. Um and I know nothing about it. I saw it in the bottle shop today. I thought, ah, that sounds cool. I'll get that and bring it along tonight so we can do this section, Mystery Whiskey. This is not the uh, this is not the Game of Thrones one, is it, Dad? This is not the Game of Thrones one. It's not the Greyjoy Talisker? No, it is not Greyjoy Talisker. Is it Talisker, insert random word here? So Talisker Sky, Talisker Storm, Talisker... No, it is not that either. Talisker Hill... Is is actually a fairly. Kerrang. It's got a fairly venerable-ish history it, to it. Is it something to do with a volcano? No. No. Okay. Would well, you it's like not to very know? volcanic? Yeah. Go on. Tell me what. What is this? All right. I will tell you that this is. It looks like Talisker. It's got the same box. It does have the same box as Talisker. That is because it is Talisker. It is the Talisker. Mm. Yes. You're still with me at the moment. I am. <laughs> it is the Talisker. The Distillers Edition. Which year? What year? 
I believe it's the 2015, but I need to oh, confirm okay. that. Yeah, right. Is the Talisker, the Distillers Edition, mm. double matured yeah. in Amoroso Caskwood. So, yes, uh, um, I read it somewhere. It is on the bottle, I think, which means I'll have to get it out of the box. I've had the 2018 um, yep. Distillers Edition, which has also been an Amoroso. Yep. So, this was distilled in 2005 and released, uh, bottled in 2015. Yep. So, this is Amoroso. Now, so, Amoroso, just as a reminder, is a Spanish uh, sherry, which is made mainly of uh, Oloroso, so that's the dry type, but then it is sweetened with a bit of Pedro Jimenez. Mm. Um, so, it's got a, yeah, sort of dry and sweet. Um, and for our, for our listeners out there, so, Diageo... The company that owns Talisker and, and Lagavulin and whatnot, they always do a distiller's edition from their single malt releases. And what they do is they take their regular release or something close to, and they double mature it, usually in some sort of sherry or wine cask, and um, just make it, you know, basically similar sort of age, but add twenty dollars onto the yeah. purchase price. T- tizzy it up a bit, yeah. Mm. So yeah, uh, this is this is sort of part of that. Mm, but I, I, I've had their one from last year, and it was really good. Yep. So this this well, how does it compare? This the other one was way more peaty. Yeah, okay. So it's interesting. So the 2015 one, if you have a bottle, mm. is obviously a very uh, it's more sort of fruity, jammy sort of. I can pick the Talisker actually from this. Now I know what it is. Now you know what it, it is. Always of helps, course, you it? can pick it now that you know what it is. Mm. Um, yeah. So it's an it's an interesting one. Um, so yeah, obviously. 2005 to 2015. I'm not very good at maths, but I think that means it's 10 years old. Now, double double matured caused me a bit of um, confusion for a bit, but I've I've after a bit of research, I've figured out that I think double matured is basically a slightly weird way of saying finished. Yeah. In or mm. uh, transferred to double barreled. Yeah. It's so, not it's not a marriage. This is the same Talisker spirit that goes into the other ones that has been moved into. The Amoroso barrels. Yes. So it's been it started off its life in bourbon casks, mm. and then it's been transferred into the Amoroso, which, Curious as a reminder, is stuff. a dry but sweet sherry. Mm. Um, yeah. So it's an interesting one. I. It. You're right. It really is very light on the smoke. Mm. Pretty it's, easy drinking though, isn't it? Yeah. No. Definitely. I'd it's, say it's it's smoother than most Talisker's you're gonna drink. Would you say that it feels more like a Highland drop? I was going to say Highland. Before you told me it was an Highland one, um, I assumed that it was Highlands. Mm. It's kind of got that sherried sort of feel to it um, without, re- yeah, really any of that smoke. Yeah, it's it's spicy. It's lively, mm. on the especially on the finish. Um, well, it's a... Oh, do you want to take a guess at the percentage? 49%. No. Guess... guess what's, what's, what's our favourite? So? What's our oh, favourite percentage? 46 Incorrect, but it is very what? close. Our favourite is 46. It is our... It is, <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, yes, you're correct that our favourite is 46, but... It's not that. It's not that. It's 47. actually 45.8. Oh, yeah. We'll call it 46, won't we? Yeah. Hmm. So, it's interesting. Um, it's different. It's not what I would expect out of a Talisker. Yeah. In terms of a Talisker, have we ever tried better than, again, Talisker with a number in the name... Fifty-six degrees north. That is a pretty damn good. Uh, I just drop I can't go past it. Um, the eighteen is, is spectacular, but the next one off the next cab off the rank is is the ten. Yeah, dark storm wasn't bad. Yeah, dark storm did have its moments. Regular storm, 
Not so good. Sky. Meh. Nah. And the other one, what is it? There's another one again. Oh, uh, yeah. Whatever that other one is. Telescope Rock. So this, this so just just for Hill. interest, this was about Telescope Blade of Grass. <laughs> this was about $120 Australian. Was it? Yes. You've been um, ripped off. Uh, I got it on special though. Hey. Yeah, I, I would say this is Session Talisker. Mm. So have any of our listeners tried some uh, distillers editions from these DI show releases? Uh, mm. Like of all the distillers, they, they're pretty special. Yeah. Um, Oban? Yeah, Oban, Oban, I think, definitely rise to the occasion with the distillers. Craggenmore. Have you tried a Craggenmore distillers before, Ted? I don't think I have. Um, Dalwini. Dalwini, yes. Mm, definitely. And uh, Glen Kinchy. Mm. Glen Kinchy. I'm not sure much can be done to improve Glen Kinchy because it's it's just a bit dull in general, but maybe yeah. maybe they do improve it. Yeah. Anyway, that's the Telesca, the Distillers Edition. Mm. Double matured in Amoroso Caskwood 2015 edition. So, yeah, if you're interested, you can also pick up other year's uh, editions of this. So, obviously, Nick had gotta the catch 20- them all. Yeah, got to catch them all. Nick had the 2018, and that was significantly more peaty. So, mm. it's worth trying a few of them and seeing what the difference is. Mmm, what a mystery. Mystery whiskey. Smash session or seamer. All right. All right. Ted, I'm going to be very, very cruel. Are you now? And why are you going to be cruel? Because I have a smash session saver for you that is going to tear you apart. Uh-oh. Mm. I don't like the sound of that. I've got a... I've got a smash session... Stra- I've got a smash session... <laughs> I've got that thing that we do. You mean a smash session... Sh- oh. Yeah. It's not easy, is it? You you guys try having 16 drams and then saying... Smash this. session and... Savoir. Um, And the three whiskies are closer to home than we've done before. Oh. You are choosing between Lark, Cask Strength. Overeem, Cask Strength, Port. So yep. Lark, Port, Overeem, Port. And Belgrove, Shiraz, Cask, Cask Strength. Oh, no! Three of the best Tasmanian whiskies you're ever going to try. Oh, okay, so what was the Belgrove again? Just- um, so the Cask Strength, but the one that's been in the Shiraz Cask. Yeah. The one that we own, basically. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> it is just but not- as is the Overeem... <laughs> And the lark. Oh no! Oh no! Um, I've got to smash one of these. Oh god! Um, it's um, wrong, isn't it? It's wrong. It is. It is wrong. I feel dirty, like even contemplating this. <laughs> um, um, uh, oh god! I I almost go out on a limb and say they're the best. Well, from my perspective, they're the best whiskies that represent these distilleries. Um. Yes, they are, and you're hurting me <laughs> quite bad. Um, is there a safe word here? Can I, can I call? Abort, abort. <laughs> um, uh, peppermint schnapps. Um, <laughs> uh, if, if any viewers could just shout out to me at the moment what I should do at this moment. I think refuses. <laughs> <laughs> refuse. No, I can't, I can't refuse. Ah. Oh, so, we've got a Lark... Remember the first time we tried that Lark car strength? It was pretty amazing. I meant to buy the, one of those and I ended up with a, um, a uh, Distillers Edition, which was still fantastic. Mm. Uh, 
Okay. There is um, no right answer. To, 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 to make make this session not go on all night, <laughs> because I could just go on umming and ahhing, uh, let me just think. I am going to... I think I'm... <laughs> I think I'm going to savor the Bell Grove. I think that is substantially rare. Mm-hmm. Although, then again, Overeem is very rare, like slightly less so. But I think, yeah, okay, I'm going to savor the Bell Grove. I'm going to session the Overeem. And I'm sorry, Lark, but I'm going to smash that. It's tough, isn't it? Down. I'm, I'm sorry. I feel grubby for I had doing to, this. I had to do the same thing. I had to work backwards like you. I had to think, what am I going to savor? What, then what am I going to session? Oh, that leaves that I have to smash that. Mm. And I came to the same conclusion in that I have to smash the Lark. And it kills me. It kills me so much. But I actually disagree with the other two. Mm-hmm. I actually think I'm going to savor the Overeem because it's just, it's, 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 it's art in whiskey form. It's, it's I'm, just a combination of, of, of everything. It's just all these elements have come together and made this amazing drinking, amazing thing, which yeah. the good news is that means I'm going to be spend a lot of time sessioning some Belgrove and I, I really can get through more than one Belgrove in a night. Yeah, I see. I think you might be changing my mind. I think you might be <laughs> right about that. The the Overeem is truly phenomenal. Mm. It is it is poetry in a glass. Whereas whereas let, let's face it, the Belgrove was made using old chip oil <laughs> and tumble dryer. So yeah. yeah, look, that was a hard one. That's what she said. Yeah, I'm a cruel please man. if you are a adamant listener and spectator on the whiskey scene please let us know what you would do because this one was hard yep well i think ted that probably brings us to brings us to the end of this here podcast what do you think i think it was rather excellent i think there were some very tough decisions that we had to make uh, throughout the evening and some ted, you intri- kill me yeah yeah, interesting things that we had to uh, talk about. Mm. But as always, it was just random waffle in the universe. That's pretty much how we roll. Is there any more random waffle you wanted to contribute before we knock off? Yes. Yep. Please be safe when drinking whiskey. Yeah, true. Make sure you have a friend with you. It's it's the same thing as swimming. Mm. Always drink in pairs. Yeah, yeah. It just makes the evening a lot more uh, pleasurable. And if one of you starts to drown, the other one can rescue you. I'm looking forward to the mouth-to-mouth later. <laughs> yep. Um, whiskey breath, mouth-to-mouth. It's always Ooh. good. <laughs> also, to be fair, groups of three are also fine. Yes. Mm. We'll find a third one day. If that would like to be you, just get in touch um, at whiskeywaffle.com. Or on our Facebook page, mm. our Instagram, or our Twitter. Yep. Or, or by even, Carrier Pigeon. Yeah, even <laughs> the elusive Carrier Pigeon. Got in there. Nice. Um, well, anyway, people, um, all we have to say is... Keep on waffling. Good night. Whiskey
Whiskey Waffle recommends you drink whiskey responsibly and only if you're above the legal drinking age in your country. Our lawyers made us say that. Or at least, they would have if we actually had lawyers. Turgid and firm. Quite erect.